0: hey, how, hey are you? Joe.
1: how is it going joe it's been so long
2: it has been quite some time hasn't it
0: hey <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> welcome to chai time with moms once again we're so happy that you took the time out to do the second podcast with us oh my gosh yeah. it's always a
2: pleasure you guys i'm so happy to be here
0: <laughs> yep so how's life how's
2: life life is interesting and i really cannot complain i am actually a week out from tomorrow i'm going to start to be a co-host on daily ad brief uh, social champions for six weeks
0: Oh, ah, yeah. lovely. I'm so excited for you and very proud of you and excited to see the wonderful things you're going to do with that.
2: Oh, thank you so much. That that means a lot from, from the team, but Parisa, especially because we've been working together for so long.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. And let me, to our Chai Time audience, let me give you a brief overview of um, Joseph Federico. He is the owner and operator of Anchors to Dusk Publishing and Media. He and his team offers organic social media marketing solutions to fortune 500 companies small to medium businesses and since this pandemic Joe has taken on celebrity clientele and assisted them in changing their lives one social media post at a time. You can actually check all that on his Instagram, how he has helped uh, these businesses and these clients. is amazing. Um, he's the number one marketing coach who, as he just mentioned, will soon co-host on Social Champions with Charlene Shirk, sponsored by Daily Ad Brief. He is also an author and recently launched his second novel this past August. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, for more information, definitely check out his Instagram page at Joseph A. Federico with all the wonderful stuff that he's doing. And uh, most of all, he's also a very dear friend. So I'm really excited to have him here on our podcast.
2: Thank you so, so much. I am beaming from my phone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's been, you know, Joe was our first guest said when you and i joined chai time moms right yeah it was Mm -hmm. it's been over like a year and a half show that you know we've met met up again here so
2: i cannot believe that i cannot believe that (laughs) This time is we're in a time warp and the pandemic has made time and space just this unique process we all have to go through and i can't believe it's been a year and a half that is insanely crazy
1: yeah it's been a while yes uh, (laughs) thanks for coming here
2: no thank you so much i'm ready to talk all things social media and answer any questions (laughs)
1: and i yeah, literally Prisa had a like little <laughs> school child
2: like ready to just chat away so
0: yeah was, and we and really enjoyed to... your little TikTok yesterday oh thank you <laughs> oh no i loved it i was like it's so amazing
2: <laughs> thank you too. it was so funny and funny now i'm super embarrassed but thank you
0: <laughs> yeah no, no, it was super cool it's so good <laughs> So I know on our first podcast, we had gone over some of the, you know, overall social media tips about Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. But today's session, we are going to focus primarily on Instagram. I know Instagram has become such a powerful social media platform. There's so much going on. And I, you know, as the expert on Instagram, I really wanted to ask this. Why do you think Instagram is the place to be? And tell us something about um, this amazing social media platform.
2: That is an amazing first question. And you know it's actually a really complicated answer because i do coach clients you know specifically who want to get on camera and we'll talk about that more later on hopefully but to break it down instagram you know first and foremost is a chameleon and that's mm-hmm. the number one reason it's so popular and so powerful these days because it's as powerful as TikTok, and it's actually in direct competition with the platform because it's encouraging creators to be more organic with their content, getting on camera, speaking, you know, with their campaigns through stories and just their, you know, social profiles in general. And it's really through Reels, which we'll talk about, I think, later on, you know, that have rolled out, that took a hold this past summer. So as of July, just some facts to throw at the listeners. There were 1.44 billion users on Instagram, according to research and it's expected to grow to $2.5 by the start of 2023. The platform is not slowing down and they're rewarding the viewers as well as the content creators, namely the content creators, to put their, their content out in their campaigns if they're producing the organic, transparent content, plain and simple.
1: Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. That 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 is insightful to know. I mean, seriously, because, uh, you know, I've been a con, uh, like an IG performer for since COVID took over. Before that, I was one of the, you know, Office workers, nine to five jobs, and you know, no time for social media. But since COVID, I've been all over social media and everywhere but the office. So, <laughs> so, you <laughs> <and> me both. <laughs> <laughs> so I, mean, I mean I had no idea about the stats. I had no idea that it's expected to grow twice as much. So that's really good to know, you know, on uh, how yeah, much I should what? invest my time into social media.
0: Yeah, no, an Instagram engagement rate is way higher than Facebook. Like, you know, when we all think that, oh my God, Facebook is it. But at the moment, when it comes to engagements, like Instagram is getting more engagement than any other, like Twitter or even Facebook. Yeah, it
1: is. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I have to agree with you because I was primarily a Facebook user and that also, I hardly used it. But since COVID, I've navigated to IG, and that's primarily where I go first, and then I navigate to Facebook. So things have changed.
2: It, it has changed, especially like you had said, because of the pandemic, everyone mm-hmm. has more time, but the platforms are recognizing that, and the ones that you know want to reward content creators are the ones that are sticking around and doubling their viewership and the people that are subscribing to these free platforms, again, because of the pandemic. And they're surviving and thriving, but also throwing the bones at the content creators now that really allow their platforms to survive and thrive going forward.
0: That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Could you tell me this before we dig deeper? Uh, Instagram. you um, describe the target audience for Instagram? Like who is the target audience on Instagram? Is it different? Is it way different than Facebook and Twitter or LinkedIn or? You know, Twitter? that's another
2: great question. It really is as far as like the users you mean or just. Mm, yeah. Okay. So users. the demographics that they're targeting for Instagram are between 24 and 45 years old. That's shifting, you know, that's, that's way different than Facebook is more of the older audience, the more mature audience, which is kind of up there with LinkedIn, the 35 to 65 age range. But But TikTok, Snapchat is definitely the 18 to 24, 25-ish age range. And that's a completely different animal, which, you know, if you're a brand, of course, um, that's you want to be on all the platforms, but Instagram is really kind of right in the middle where you want to be hitting your, you know, sh- shooting your content out from.
1: I have to take the TikTok age uh, minimum to, let's say, six, because <laughs> I've got six-year-olds <laughs> navigating TikTok with with their dad. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. So I'm going to bump it down to 6 years old <laughs> I don't blame you. I mean,
2: you know, that's the average age, but TikTok is a whole yeah. different animal.
1: I'm just joking around. But they do play <laughs> around with Tic <TikTok>. Tac. <laughs> So, you know, um, Joe, I-, I noticed that uh, Instagram has rolled out reels. And honestly, I spent like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, just like flipping through the reels. And I was never into that before. Can you it's tell addicting. us? It's addicting, isn't it addicting? Yes. <laughs> I-, I have to literally, I'm like, what am I doing? I have no talent. I'm just watching other people, you know, thrive on IG and lo- me losing my time. I need mean, to stop it, <laughs> you know? Sure. So Yeah, tell us. You know more about the reels and opportunities for individuals and business in that aspect is it worth it
2: sure you know what it is a thousand percent worth it and i know that facebook that is you know that is that owns instagram had recently re-rolled out their reels and their stories um but they're not as effective and because people are spending more time and there are of course the the metrics never lie there are more people mm-hmm. on the instagram platform so there are a few things you can do with reels you really have to let your personality shine number one (laughs) and they are conversation starters as you say you can spend up to well for me because i am a content creator and i you know teach this i need to know what's going on i'm (laughs) on there several hours a day kind of you know being this sponge to understand what content's being thrown out and as a thought leader especially you know there are two ways that you can kind of navigate reels just for you know our listeners so you have 90 seconds if you record and post natively means right from instagram sometimes you have to share um you have more time to share you know if you record natively from your phone and then go right to reels and share your content as a post you have upwards of 20 plus minutes if you really want to have a longer form piece of content so but if you post natively as i had said to the instagram platform and record you have up to 90 seconds which is not a lot of time so you have the freedom to post as i said long form content um which automatically then gets converted to a reel on instagram so my feedback is to you know map out your reels ahead of time share your insights verbally you know on camera things that your competition you know if you're a thought leader or a brand may not be already talking about and people will be watching even though you know or it may seem like they're not engaging they are and don't just post fluff like food pictures or stills post with the purpose and definitely post with gumption if you're going to be getting on reels on the Instagram platform
0: yeah and you know what, Joe, just let's take a step back because a lot of our um, audience may not be aware that there is a difference between the Reels and Instagram stories. Okay. So maybe why don't we discuss what is the main difference between Reels and Instagram stories and maybe in your opinion, uh, which is, I don't know, better or, you know, uh, what content wise. So
2: you need to be doing both. If 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 someone's okay. getting on the platform and they're, you know, pretty well seasoned, but they aren't sure which content, to, you know, could Create, you need to be utilizing both. And okay. stories you need to be posting um, at least five day. Mm-hmm. And it may sound overwhelming. It may sound mm-hmm. scary. These are behind the scenes. Am I mm-hmm. traveling? Am I at the Javit Center for a you know marketing or you know fashion convention? What can I offer to my audience that you know is watching? And you can easily mm-hmm. track this on your insights on your own platform on Instagram. You know, your metrics, age range, who's watching, which countries your viewers are coming from. So stories, we're looking for five per day, you know, at the bare minimum. And here's another stat to throw at you guys. Your viewership and your engagement will increase by 70% if you share at the bare minimum five stories per day. And those are short. Oh, good information, okay. You have- Yeah, that is
1: powerful information actually. It is
2: really powerful and it's not as hard as you think. A real, you have, again, you have two ways of going about that 90 seconds natively, recording right from the Instagram platform. And these can be, that's like mid to long form content, but I recommend going on your phone and you have the option to re-record, take as many takes as you need and record a longer form video to really include the value add to your listeners or your viewers and get yourself on camera and start to rebrand yourself that way
0: great okay awesome Mm -hmm. i love i love the differentiation that you've shared with our audiences about reels and stories and you know and how you know the content how to present it it's amazing can you share some tips on overall instagram engagement like how can we engage and create conversations with the right audience um
2: absolutely so again you know we talked about starting easy if you're Mm you know, newer to the Instagram platform, definitely create your stories. We said five per day and then you wanna be as precise and organic as possible. So talk about the topic at hand you're interested in. Are you a thought leader? Are you a brand ambassador? Are you an affiliate marketer? Then again, you'll have the freedom and the gumption and the comfort level to post more of your long form videos as a post that we said uh, that automatically gets, you know, um, converted to a real. But, you know, as I said, don't just post fluff like your food, but if you're a foodie and a chef, <laughs> post your static images, right? as a carousel means up to 10 images that your viewers will look and review every time they go back to your platform if they miss something but get yourself on camera you know get comfortable increasing your engagement and also comment and like other people's posts because they'll notice that you're active number one the platform as well as the viewers but you know you're going to take an interest in the content and their followers mm. will also start to notice you so it's this mm. snowball effect that however you however much time you put into the platform you'll you'll gain in followers and engagement in the near future
0: yeah and i was reading an article the other day that said that you know primarily instagram is such you know, massive hit because people want to see people, you know, doing stuff in their faces and pictures. You know, if it's like, you know, if, for example, if we do like a live, you know, podcast rather than, you know, just the voice podcast, we'll probably get like more viewership. People want to see, you know, what you're doing live. They want to see your photographs. They want those, it gives a more human touch when you post videos and photographs that can kind of be, you know, evoke some kind of emotion. Like, you know, okay, you know, are we happy? Are we, is my food, you know, uh, delicious? Am I sick? Am I, you know, I don't know, in love? You know, am I nostalgic? What's going on? So I think that's a major reason too. And I mean, again, you can let me know if I'm correct that, you know, because of these, the content has to be kind of like real. Like, you know, you are kind of, you know, showing yourself out there, putting yourself out there in videos and in pictures. So, and I think that helps with engagement rather than other platforms like Twitter and LinkedIn, you know, or even a voice podcast that, you know, cannot engage people that much. Because people don't get to see, you know, your faces, you know, your, your pictures, your lives. They can connect more, I think, with images and videos than voices. Again, you know, I don't know what what are your thoughts on that?
2: You know, and, you I'm know. just nodding my head, and you're 100 percent spot on, team. Because <laughs> no, seriously, because you know, we've especially, and this is really important, and we can talk about it until the cows come home. But <laughs> COVID really changed our digital landscape, and we've had more time to look. In the mirror and look at our families and look at our own growth and evolution and say, How can I better rebrand myself and get myself on camera or be more creative in taking the static, you know, still images and put them to my platform? What am I as a human giving back to society? And that is across the board, Parisa and, you know, and everybody else. So the number one thing you need to realize though is again, we are creating our own brands and they're outward facing. Long gone are the days where you're looking looking at a product and not really understanding what it does, what, you know, what value add does it, um, you know, does it uh, have for a consumer or for society? What problem does it solve? The human element is the number one sought after element and um, product right now across the board on all social platforms, but especially Instagram, because we thrive and we um, crave that human connection
1: yeah you know i also find that you know i feel like all these social media platforms have become more of a motivator factor as well because um when i go on instagram some of my feeds have come you know i guess i've done hashtags and whatever um searches and it comes up on my feeds and like um Drawing apps like painting and content creators who post their stuff about, you know, hand drawing, free drawing, kids drawing. So I've actually taken some of those, saved them, and then used them for my kids. And I mean, I z- have zero talent in painting and drawing. But it's made all of us better, and, and I don't have to pay for it. It's free. It's yes. few seconds or you know a minute, and then we take our time doing it our way. It's just made us better humans, I guess. You know, so I, I feel like all these platforms are teaching us things that we would have not known otherwise, unless we had money or you know are able to take classes and t- invest time outside of the house and so forth. So it's just like right in our house no you know you don't have to go anywhere it's take your time and be creative so i I feel like it's a motivator and a creator
0: (laughs) Yeah, you have you have access to the entire world you know staying at home and you know using your cell phone and you know there's a whole world out there instagram that is teaching you you know so much stuff it's like it's amazing in a way I, i was gonna say in a way it's made
1: us more of a collective you know even though we're far apart we're sort of collective in on this platform
2: yeah i mean i definitely agree with that again 100 percent. because we need to be reforming the collective and kind of coming back together as as a at the the forefront human being and that's also a very powerful product of social media where it's more accessible for tablets you know essentially 24 7. and if we can continue to assist each other the power of social media is only going to grow going forward as well
0: yeah but Joe, tell me this do you think everyone on instagram is an influencer and how can we differentiate and distinguish that who is the in- influencer that we should follow and collaborate with because it seems like nowadays every single person is like posting stuff that's like oh i'm an influencer so yeah a is it true is it you know should we trust that everyone who's on instagram is an influencer you know or and b if not then how do we kind of you know differentiate you know that who Authentic, it was not
2: authentic. I'm actually about and, to crack up because that's an awesome question. That's
0: um, an awesome question. <laughs> You're like a professional here, okay? You're coming oh in God, hot that was, and heavy, that was awesome. You know what the funny thing is, Joe? My, my friends forget that I do work in social
2: media. <laughs> I can talk about this for days, and you are spot on. I was like, wow, you came in hot and heavy with that question. <laughs> So let's answer part you know part a is everyone an influencer the short answer is no and not to knock anybody that you know was working hard on their like affiliate products or reviewers or you know book like Instagram you know we all have the potential to be influencers. And the second part of that, you know, to, I guess that answers the first part of the question is whatever interests you Mm -hmm. and, you know, for instance, we're on a mom's podcast. If you look to, you know, moms of Instagram hashtag for instance, right? And filter through what you want to be engaging with or in on instagram regarding you know family life or recipes or art projects or books you should be reading as you know mothers or parents those are where you should be looking there's no definitive answer parisa of you know where should we be looking to for for inspiration wherever you find inspiration and your persona is really you know want to quench that thirst in a specific um you know funnel of information that's where you find your quote unquote influencers there's no right or wrong answer because in the greater collective of the Instagram, you know, universe and that we're all about to be thrust into the metaverse, not only through Facebook, but all the social media platforms are going, you know, even deeper with their outreach in the digital world. You know, there are AI bots out there that are models and, you know, influencers and ambassadors that can either help a brand or crush a brand. And we really individually and think, where's my time best suited to be looking for these quote influencers that I can assist myself and my family on the platform itself.
1: Yep, yep, right side. Yeah. Right said. Yeah. I I have a question, Joe. Sure. So um so earlier you had mentioned that content creators are really rewarded on these platforms. I know that as users, we're rewarded by getting knowledge from them, right? When they post something, either it interests us or not, and, you know, we keep swiping up if it doesn't, or, or we keep watching something that we really enjoy, sure. and it benefits in many ways. But how how are um, content creators rewarded? What is, you know, what is in them for them to invest so much time posting so much Online a day. I mean, I can't like if if I create one reel, that's like my whole day, maybe a whole week. You know, so no, it how does be. that? It can be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what is like a reward for a content creator to continue po- being an influencer or continue posting for others?
2: Sure. So one of the main you know items that Instagram is in direct you know competition with TikTok. TikTok is more inorganic and it's more of the voiceovers and the acting. And the dancing, right? So yeah,
0: that, my kids watch dancing
2: like, a lot. <laughs> that's more trend focused, right? So yes. Instagram is 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 actually not rewarding people who are creating user-generated content, the UGCs. They're looking and rewarding by releasing more of the, the content creators that are, are organic, getting front of the camera, speaking about marketing or their specific sale going on, or their talent, or their you know, their artwork, for instance, mm-hmm. or their new book. And they're releasing the organic content to a larger audience if they continue to stay home if that makes sense yes -hmm. Yes. so your content gets pushed out to a wider audience if you stay true to your brand your persona and your organic content got it well thank you Mm -hmm. of course yeah that's
1: Oh, I
0: don't have any questions, Parisa. Do you have anything? Um, I guess in conclusion, Joe, any tips that you, anything that you think we've missed out that our try time audience would find it beneficial about so, Instagram?
2: So, you know what? I am very adamant about this. And because I think the, the underlying theme is because of COVID and, you know, the, the pandemic happened, we're, you know, better suited or we're we're ready for different things. But we want to be coddled, right? We want to release the endorphins and we want to go kind of back in time, especially, as Gen Y and millennials, whatever we're called now, there's a bunch of different things, both positive and negative. But, you know, whenever possible, especially for content creators, utilize nostalgia marketing. And this is huge because, you know, marketers intentionally, you know, reference familiar concepts, ideas, Mm -hmm. events, whatever they are, and figures that are related to past decades. The 80s are big right now. The 90s are big right now. Even the early 2000s on Instagram are trending hashtags trending themes so as a as a creator just because I forget her name I apologize but there's this woman on Facebook and Instagram that shares content about what life was like in the 80s compared to what it is today and she is so cool she you know wears scrunchies and gets dressed up and wears costumes and she draws her audience in with the nostalgic references and the music and tugs at the heartstrings so you gain millions of views or you have the potential to gain millions of views specifically by just taking people back, namely millennials, you know, we thrive, we're looking to be, you know, to go in a time machine and feel safe again because of so much going on in the world.
0: Ah, good point, yeah And I love what you said uh, Tug at the heartstrings Because I think that's really important When people are, you know, posting content And, you know, you need to post interesting content And, you know, all the photos and videos But it has to be yeah. emotional It has to strike a chord, you know, in a yeah. person's heart for it, it has to get liked and shed. Oh my yep. gosh yeah. If
2: you yeah. miss that element well said. You know, um, for instance, I can only I always try to speak, to speak of myself first, right? Not only with this podcast or, you know, what I've done, but also for my clients or the future clients anchors will be taking on. It's really about sending somebody to a place of safety where they felt at their height in their lifetime. And McDonald's, and I, again, speak for myself, after this, I'm going to McDonald's because today supposedly they're re-releasing the Halloween buckets when we were kids.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm hoping to get in line and collect them all. I'm so excited. Like it's the <laughs> adrenaline and the memory of going when I was a child with my mom to McDonald's mm. wherever I was living in the 1980s or 90s, not to date myself, mm. where <laughs> I got the kids meal in one of the Halloween ghost buckets. And then I, you know, that eventually got thrown out or, you know, cracked or whatever it was. And it's it's tugging at a place in time where I felt safe. And oh. I want to reinvest in a company that essentially is making me feel good. Ghost yeah that's one of the best things that a brand can do and i think mcdonald's is doing a really stellar job at that right now especially for the halloween season
0: yeah well nice. thanks for sharing that example and i think it's really good and on a personal note i think i'm going to take my kids straight to mcdonald's as well
1: yes
2: <laughs> and let me know like see, look, i can't what i can't
0: go to mcdonald's see
1: i can't take them to mcdonald's i mean i would but my husband won't let me because the we are vegetarians and everything at mcdonald's is non-vegetarian it including is, the fries So we can't go there. If you
2: want me to grab, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) French
1: fries. No, the French fries have uh, bacon in them. Yeah, apparently they do. Yeah, so before they freeze it, they like sprinkle bacon on it or some meat uh, or something. But uh, I, I believe it's bacon and then they freeze it. And then when it comes out, obviously it has, you know, remnants. So, Is it know, like a
2: preservative describing... for the frozen fries?
0: Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. No, it doesn't I... have bacon, because I've done like research on that. It has the um, meat oil, yeah. so if you want um, Yeah, it's something. If, you, if yeah, you're but... a wow. vegetarian, I think, yeah. I think, yeah. I I think it's changed it. I'm going to research it on another note. I think nah. they have recently you know, changed that because they do. I hope so. I'll look so. into I'll it, look it, but we looked in about a year or two
1: ago, and it, it had not changed. Mm-hmm
0: so yeah i will tell you this if you want me to
2: get a bucket and i find them i will purposely i will drop it off at (laughs) paris's place and get you a bucket
1: (laughs) no no that is so sweet oh my god we know why we're friends (laughs) no that is really sweet thank you i have one more question joe for you it just struck me is it worth it? Like, let's say you create something on Instagram and you post it. Is it worth it to post it to other s- platforms like TikTok or, um, you know, Facebook reels or whatever it, it whether it's a post or a reel or whatever it is, or YouTube shorts is like, or should be targeted just on one platform.
2: No, because you want a greater exposure on that piece of content, but you need to track the metrics on it first. Do a test. If you post a reel or Uh even a story that you can save you know most most often than not from instagram Uh uh-huh track the metrics for five to seven to ten days you know max if it performs well if you're getting a good response people are sliding into your dms you're getting likes and people are sending you messages on it then save it and then go to the next platform but don't do all the platforms at once because it won't perform as well as instagram for instance if it does well on one you need to kind of retranslate your content and your copy across the different platforms what works on instagram won't always work on tiktok won't always work on facebook
0: ah that's really good insight on on a personal note it just struck me that i need to kind of take the reins on the chai time instagram page which i haven't um my you know other co-host does that but i think i need to kind of doing that and building our own private audience on on instagram i just handle facebook page for now so i say asmira we need to kind of work on our instagram page as well
1: (laughs) i i bless that thought yes i totally (laughs) i have
2: no doubt that you guys will take off on instagram because you guys are so knowledgeable and you're so sweet and you're going to connect with a with an entirely different audience
1: yeah yeah we need to that's encouraging thank
2: you joe always i have i have your back i promise
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh so sweet no thank you so much joe as always it's a pleasure talking to you and having you on our podcast and you know thank you for you know always you know being a great friend and a a great guest
2: oh thank you so much blushing but thank you truly thank you thank you (laughs) Um and to I a side
0: time audience. Um Joe, do you want to say anything in conclusion?
2: Yeah, so time really time quickly, say, yeah. I I have a little you know Halloween treat for everybody listening to this specific episode. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. if you are interested, I'm not a hard sell, of course, but if you're interested in contacting me, you may do so, you know, with my personal number is 973-289-3517. But mention the episode that we're, you know, currently on. And we are offering, my business is offering 20% off your first month of content creation.
0: Yeah. Ooh, woo-hoo. Awesome. Yeah. Great. And we're going to, you know, when we post a podcast, we will mention this on our social pages as well. Awesome. Share your information and everything. Yeah. Oh, great. Amazing. Awesome. Um,
2: that's all I have. I mean, I could go on for hours, but then we'll save that for another episode. <laughs>
0: yes. Thank you so much. And, try Time audience, do not forget to follow and like us on Instagram and Facebook. I think we lost you. See, uh, no, I yeah. got
1: cut off. I got cut off again. <laughs> I already thanked you while I was being cut off, you know. So, oh, <laughs> but I said thanks so much, Joe, for being on no, here. No, you guys are the best. Great...
2: Thank you so much yeah. for having me on again. I wish we were all closer and can go out for like coffee or something now and celebrate. You know,
0: I, I, <laughs> that would be that, awesome. Uh, yeah. So let's yeah, definitely let's meet really, up. Okay.
2: You guys awesome. have a great weekend, and thank you so much for everything.
0: You too. Bye, Bye, Bye. Bye now.